They left $85 billion worth of the best equipment in the world. They didn't blow it up. They left it right there. Brand new planes, brand new, brand new everything. The goggles, better night goggles than we have. The latest model still in the boxes. $85 billion. And the other day, I don't know if you saw this. To me, it was another sad day for our country. They had a parade of all of our equipment riding through one of their streets and everybody cheering with our equipment, the equipment that they stole from us when we essentially surrendered. It's the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen, that withdrawal. To take the soldiers out first, the most ridiculous thing I've, I think it was the lowest point in the history of our country. It makes a big difference how we end this war. And it makes a big difference to tell the American people the truth about what our options are in ending this war. If tomorrow, the order goes out from the president. I'm president of the United States. I issue an order. End the war today. Begin to withdraw all American troops. It will take a year to get the American troops out. Do you hear me now? That's the truth. It will take a year to get them physically out. Now, if you leave all the equipment behind, you might be able to do it in seven months. And you leave those billions of dollars of weapons behind, I promise they're going to be used against your grandchild and mine someday. And you leave those billions of dollars of weapons behind, I promise they're going to be used against your grandchild and mine someday. They had a parade of all of our equipment riding through one of their streets. You lost your child. You lost your child. It's gone. Mainstream media is dominated by the right and the left. The majority in the middle are left without a voice. You've reached the Conservative Hippie Podcast, a common sense look at life, the universe, and everything. Here's your host, Jay Frat, the Conservative Hippie. Yeah, yeah, that's me, the Conservative Hippie, Jay Frat, with you once again. Going to be a video audio hybrid show as we're trying to push towards 100 episodes and figure out what it is that we're doing. I've always said that the first 100 episodes was all about practice and trying to figure out what style I like best. Right now, I still appreciate the audio format, so I'm I'm leaning towards keeping it as an audio podcast, but I'm going to do my due diligence and try to mix in video, and you can find all the videos available at odyssey.com. Just search The Conservative Hippie, Hippie on Odyssey, and you'll find my channel. We are moving away from YouTube, but even when I do video broadcasts, I will still make sure they translate in the audio form because first and foremost, this podcast is an audio podcast. So I've got a very interesting story. My last episode was an interview with Johnny Vedmore. Uh, sure, I called him Vendmore. I don't know why. My, my brain always saw Vendmore whenever I communicated with Johnny, but it is Vedmore, and I forgave myself very quickly, and, and we can all laugh at our own mistakes. But anyways, Johnny Vedmore is a hunter, if you will. He's a researcher. He looks into very interesting characters and then follows them. And they may not be in the limelight. So, for example, Johnny um, has written a lot of pieces on this character named Nicole Junkerman. Um, it looks like Junkerman, but I assume it's pronounced Junkerman. 
Anyways, I had Johnny on the show, and he warned me beforehand. He said, yeah, usually when I go on these shows, uh, people are attacked. And, you know, I kind of laughed it off. Oh, okay, Johnny, all right, whatever. I'm just here trying to do a podcast. It's a pretty small audience, pretty small listener base. But I always found his research to be very interesting. So, for example, Nicole Yunkerman is connected to Jeffrey Epstein, Ghislaine Maxwell, well, Isabella Maxwell, that whole that whole set that is kind of being unpeeled like an onion right now. And I would imagine that someone like that, that's kind of um, this globalist character that's behind the scenes, wants to remain behind the scenes. Um, so I had Johnny on. Please go back, listen to that episode. He's a wildly fascinating man, um, and he does great work. But... Within 48 hours of me publishing my podcast, I woke up and my website was taken down. My host provider said that my website came under DDoS attack, uh, direct or directional or something, uh, operating system, whatever, DDoS. It's a, it's a term... Um, mainly used among gamers, because uh, gamers, when they're playing, another gamer on the platform will send a DDoS tack to get them bumped off of the game server. But in my case, it took down my website. My host provider said that the attack was so large, it started affecting other sites on their servers. So through my website, it started affecting my hosting company's um, platform. So they took it down. I was back up within 24 hours, dusted myself off, went from a bizarre freak out, oh my gosh, my website's down, does this mean it's being taken away, is it censorship? It was a DDO, DDoS attack, and it came from IP addresses that were most likely masked by a VPN. So what that is is they send they send uh, queries from IP addresses to the website, and then they attach bots within it. So what what I imagine this as is then so from one one IP address you could have fifty thousand queries all at once, and then they use other IP addresses at the same time with the same bot technique to basically overwhelm the servers. That is my layman uh, explanation. So the conservativehippie.com was taken down. Uh, about 24 hours later, I got it put back up. We put some measures in place to try to protect from that in the future. But wow, how interesting is that? I almost took it as a badge of honor. Um, I was talking with uh, Austin Steinbart afterwards about it, and he mentioned that, hey, that's a badge of honor. What that means is you're over the target. So, so there you go. That's an interesting story. If you haven't watched that episode or listened to that episode, go back, find Johnny Vedmore, find his work. He's terribly, he's writing about terribly interesting things. And when I said that he was a top five interview get for me, I wasn't BSing. That was that was true and sincere. I am very impressed with Johnny Vedmore, and hopefully uh, we'll have him on again. Uh, he was very cordial with me. We got along very well. So hopefully we'll hear from Johnny again when he has his latest bombshell article that comes out. All right, let's get to this next video and get into the show.
This message goes out to the people in Australia. My name is Christine Anderson. I'm a member of European Parliament and I'm answering your SOS call. I will do whatever I can to make it known to the world that your once free and liberal democracy has been transformed into a totalitarian regime which tramples on human rights, civil liberties and the rule of law. I'm imploring all of you around the world who still think your governments are looking out for your best interest. At no point in history have the people forcing others into compliance been the good guys. The welfare of humanity has always been the alibi of tyrants. Do you not realize that this vaccine does not protect you from COVID? It does, however, protect you from governmental oppression. For now, that is. But don't think for even a second that this is not going to change tomorrow. I'm a German and we once asked our grandparents how they could have just stood by in silence allowing a horrific totalitarian regime to come about. Anyone could have known. All they had to do was open their eyes and take a look. The vast majority chose not to. So, what will you tell your grandchildren? Will you tell them you didn't know? Will you tell them you were just following orders? You need to understand it isn't about breaking the fourth wave. It is all about breaking people. Australia does not need a no-COVID strategy. What Australia needs is a no-oppression strategy. So I stand in support with your fight for freedom and democracy. We need to stop our governments from transforming our free and democratic societies into totalitarian regimes. We need to do it now. We need to stand up now. That was a response from a cry for help coming from Australia. The citizens of Australia sending an SOS to bureaucrats across the globe to help them get their government under control. Um, unfortunately, many of the heads of our global health organizations like Bill Gates think that Australia is the model other countries should look at on how to handle the COVID-19 response. And just to be clear, Australia has had 222,000 cases of COVID-19, 2,072 deaths, 25.69 million total population. If you want to bust the calculator out, it might go off the screen how infinitesimal the number of deaths are to the population. And yet in Australia, they not only have quarantine camps, they are forcibly taking people to those quarantine camps who haven't even tested positive for COVID. In Australia, unvaccinated people are segregated from the vaccinated, and the media just continues to roll forward in support of this government overreach in this response to the quote-unquote pandemic.
they just keep saying it. They just keep telling you that only way to get out of this is if everyone is vaccinated. What is this? Why is it I have people that contact me on Twitter, people I respect, people I enjoy, and they say, if everyone will just get vaccinated, this will all be over. What are they viewing? What are they consuming as far as the media that they take in? Because it is far, far from accurate. I will go through the common sense once again. If the vaccinated can get, if they can get COVID, which they absolutely can, and they can spread it, it is very clear, the studies have shown that vaccinated who have become infected with COVID have the same viral load as unvaccinated people. If that's the case, then why are we continuing to segregate populations of our society? Why are we continuing to roll the drums to have people gathered up and even forcibly vaccinated? I know, I know you're saying, wow, Jay, that's hyperbolic. You know I came to you a couple shows ago and I struck down the fear-mongering from the quarantine camps in Washington State. It was very clear these small facilities were meant to help people that were traveling from, from, from abroad or from another state and they had no means to quarantine if they became infected with COVID-19. You can clearly see how these quarantine centers in Washington State are reasonable and people trying to do good, okay? That is far different from what's going on in Australia. Just look at the facility. It's gigantic, and they're forcibly taking people to quarantine there. Now, what did I say that was hyperbolic just a second ago? Did I say that they're going to forcibly make people take the vaccine? Give them the jab without their consent? That's crazy talk in the United States of America, right? Let's roll the next video. Responsibility to get yourself and your family and indirectly then the community protected. So I would prefer, and we all would prefer, that people would be voluntarily getting vaccinated. But if they're not going to do that, sometimes you've got to do things that are unpopular but that clearly supersede individual choices and are directed predominantly at the communal good. And that's what we're talking about when we're talking about requirements. All right, one more time, just to make sure I can get this point across. But if they're not gonna do that, sometimes you've gotta do things that are unpopular, but that clearly supersede individual choices clearly supersede individual choices. They're talking about forced vaccinations in the United States by our, our God, Lord, and Savior of, of pandemics, Anthony Fauci. Let's remember what the bureaucrat Christine Anderson of the European Union said about the Australian pleas for help. And I quote, at no point in history have the people forcing others into compliance been the good guys? Let's watch that SOS that's come from Australia. 
the country that is the model of the globe from our global health leaders like Bill Gates and Anthony Fauci. Let me paint you a picture. Australia, once known as one of the safest and freest countries in the world. A land of spirit and ceremony. A land of opportunity where the hopeful came for a new start so their children could be free and prosperous. Where the battler had a chance and poor men made good. A land where you were free to explore your surroundings. A land with room to spread one's wings. A land of brotherhood, celebration and connection. A land where you came to visit and didn't want to leave. A land of privacy rights, medical rights, freedom of speech, freedom of movement, freedom to protest, freedom to worship, thanks to their sacrifice. But something happened. Today is the first full day of the New World Order. We've got to accept that this is the New World Order. The New World Order and the Australia we once knew is no more. Lockdown 6 was announced on August 5. It is no longer the land of the young and free. It is now a land of division, blackmail, coercion, discrimination and medical apartheid. Get off of me! A land where movement, speech, religion and opinion are no longer free. Protesting is illegal. Police must enforce corrupt policies to keep their jobs. As I won't be a police officer after the end of this interview. Police shoot protesters in the back while they are running away. This is Doctors and nurses cannot speak. They will lose their license. I can't really talk about that. People have lost their jobs because they don't want the injection. Children are missing school and attempting suicide at a high rate. We need to show our papers to go shopping. If you want freedom, get the jab. We can't travel across state borders unless we apply for permission to. Members of parliament are censored and defamed. 100% of those studies, it's so a conspiracy theory. Pregnant women are arrested for a social media post. Search warrant. Search warrant for war. Activists who fight for democracy are imprisoned. The moment you're under arrest for incitement. Our human rights are gone. Our human rights are gone. It's time that we take off the COVID blinkers and look at what's happened to our once great and free country. Australia can no longer fight for itself. We have been silenced, assaulted, blackmailed and psychologically damaged. We tried to fight this battle alone. The government has instilled so much fear that we have lost our vigour to fight. We are a broken nation, and although we will never give up, we need your help to continue our fight. We need help from our international friends. We are seeking your support to apply political and economic pressure on our leaders to change the destructive path that we are on. That is why we are organising a worldwide protest, with Australia excluded, in support of our plight for freedom. This is an official SOS from my beautiful country, 
we plead with you to hear our cries for help. Is that what's to become of us? Is that what is going to sweep across the globe in the face of this COVID-19 pandemic, where healthy young people have a 99.9% chance of survival? And now they're telling us our kids should get vaccinated. Take the time. Look up the VAERS reporting. What is the risk for your child to get the vaccination? I would bet that the quote-unquote rare chances of an adverse reaction are actually higher than the chance your kid has of any complications from COVID-19. And again, vaccinate. It's a choice. If you've got some special needs, you've got special circumstances, you don't feel like your immune system can stand up to COVID-19, absolutely people should have an opportunity to get the vaccine. That's what they're for. But they're not for forcing on healthy people that don't want the vaccination. Again, vaccinated people can get and can spread So where is there any difference between vaccinated and unvaccinated people? The COVID passports have already come to our country. I I can't go to a soccer match with my friend in Portland, Oregon, because they require vaccine passports. And I want to end the show with something I want you to take to heart, because I'm very serious when I talk about this. I want you to think about the word complicit. The definition of complicit is someone involved with others in an illegal activity or wrongdoing. Or wrongdoing. When are you going to stop being complicit in these shenanigans, this great hoax, this health panopticon that is being placed all around us. Remember, the point of a panopticon is that the prisoner cannot see the guards watching them. All of your data, everything on these health passports is going through to centralized control. You may have gotten the first two jabs. Now the booster comes along and you say, well, I'll get the booster because I want to go along with it. Are you prepared to get the fifth version? Because they will take away your vaccine passport that you go to the grocery store, go to a soccer match with. They will take that away when you don't get jab number five. Eventually, we will all be in the same place. So come, come join us now before it's too late, because your complicity is what continues this terrible nightmare. The COVID-19 pandemic is over when we say it's over, not when everyone gets vaccinated. It's when everybody calms down and finds common sense once again. Let's be friends. We're all on this cosmic spaceship together. Subscribe and share the Conservative Hippie Podcast. Visit our sponsors, SmokeAndJays.com. Everything for your smoking lifestyle. StonerHoroscopes.com. Adora Zen dishes cosmic vibes for the stoner at heart. KickFromTheSpot.com. Soccer is American.